0: Hey everyone, this is Will from the 4Plot Podcast. If this is your first time listening, we want to say welcome. We also want to remind you to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. On Instagram, you can find us at 4Plot, that's the number 4, P-L-O-T, and on Twitter, at 4 Games. Today's music is brought to you by VGR. You can find them on YouTube by going to youtube.com and searching VGR or Video Game Remixes. Greetings, people of the internet. Welcome back to another episode of the 4 Plot Podcast. Today we talk the status of Metroid Prime, streaming 101, and we have a very, very special guest in the studio. That's all today on the 4 Plot Podcast. The Four Plot Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, really excited for today's episode. We're going to go around the table. We have, of course, to my right. No. Oh, Oh.
1: I was waiting for an introduction. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's me, Matt. Sorry.
0: (laughs) Sorry, I'll introduce everybody else. Went
1: better in rehearsal.
0: Yeah, it's okay. Matt Easterling. We also have Mike Williams. What's up everybody? Yeah, you guys know how this works. It's like the third or fourth week we've done Usually this. we introduce ourselves, man. I'm sorry. Well no, Matt obviously didn't know to introduce himself. And then you introduce mine, see? Okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. Listen, the important part is we have a very special guest today. Joining us in the studio is Miss Click. Everybody, round of applause for Miss Click joining us today. That's, hey, that yes. was that was not a very enthusiastic round of applause. You could you could do much better uh, than that. Five. We'll try five. better next time. Miss <laughs> Click, welcome to our podcast. For we are me. so excited to have you here. We have so many questions for those who may not know you and what you do and what you're all about. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, your channels, your streamer. Tell us a little bit about what you do.
2: Uh, so hey guys, I'm Miss Click uh, on YouTube. I also go by Miss Gaming. Just depends. Um, I am a variety streamer and content creator for Twitch and for YouTube. Um, I'm also a recent Nintendo ambassador. Um, I do not have inside information, so please don't <laughs> ask. Um,
0: well, that's it for the podcast, guys. That's all the time <laughs> we got. We're gonna ask Miss Click Gaming about all the uh, different things, but uh, that's that's we're not doing that now. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> continue.
2: No, I mean I just I uh, I stream uh, every day, and I also do YouTube videos, and uh, that's about it.
0: Very cool. Very cool. So, um, you have right now what are, what's your uh, what's your Twitch followers at right now?
2: Uh, we're almost at ten thousand.
0: Awesome, and mm-hmm. your YouTube subscribers are at.
2: We just passed thirty-five.
0: Wow. Okay, so the. <laughs> Wow, that's, uh, that's, that's impressive. That's impressive, man. That's, that's, that's pretty mm-hmm. impressive. I know there's a lot of people out there who want to do this. There's a lot of people mm-hmm. out there who want to make YouTube videos. They want to stream. And so today we thought we'd just kind of run down, first of all, just get to know you a little bit better so that your your community who tunes in can maybe know some things about you that they didn't know before. Mm-hmm. And, of course, for all these people looking to stream themselves, um, just get some advice because obviously you've been very successful at it mm-hmm. and uh, would love to pick your brain. So, number one, tell us, when did you really first get into gaming?
2: Uh. I didn't have a console when I was super young. My parents, my dad, both of my parents are older, so they were in the arcade generation. Mm. Then when the arcade generation started dying and gaming was at a lull, then the console system started picking up. My parents, my dad was so stubborn, he refused. So we never had a console till I was about five or six. So just a
0: hardcore arcade guy. He would take us to the arcade. The co- if he had to take us to <laughs> the movie awesome. theater, awesome. he'd take
2: us to the arcade. Um, so that was pretty much when I was first introduced to gaming. and It was pretty much just Galaga. to be honest. Maybe Pac-Man if my mom got a hold of it.
0: Played Galaga today, actually, at the replay museum. Love Galaga. Sorry, continue.
2: (laughs) It's fine. Um, No, and then uh, my my neighbor behind us, he had a PlayStation, so we'd play Lost Street Fighter Mm. and Mm. Crash Bandicoot Racing, Team Racing. Yes. Uh, Then we actually got a GameCube. My mom... We had, I have two sisters, so GameCube was the only one at the time, you know, back then where you can have more than two players. Right. So we got the GameCube, and uh, we had Mario Party 5, I think it was, and the Zelda Collector's Edition. Ooh. And yeah. that, as soon as I got the alone time with that GameCube, I, I plugged in Ocarina of Time, it mm. was over. I think I was mm. probably about six years old, and it was over for me. Yeah, that's Gosh. all you need.
0: So what, mm. a, what a great... I can't even count the hours as a kid. And we have talked about it on this podcast before, Ocarina of Time. I can't even... The hours as a kid that I poured into that game. Like all you guys You you, yeah. you played it right now I never now.
3: had it I had to rent it And I had to go through The trouble of <laughs> Trying to nice. rent The same cartridge and Repeatedly
0: see so that you can Actually beat it And just pray to God Your save file Was not deleted By some other child
3: Exactly Because yeah. you know As soon as I got it I was deleting Whoever else's oh, file Was on there So I could Of course play.
0: What a jerk <laughs> Gone You're done
3: Banned I was only allowed To watch my brother Jeff
1: play it I, I would go into the room And he'd say Pick a tile So I'd pick a tile On the floor And I could sit And I could watch him
0: play Oh man That,
2: that sounds like My sister and I. Was relationship yeah. both of my sisters watched oh man
0: i i, I my gra- funny enough so i didn't have it came out on nintendo 64 of course i didn't have the nintendo 64 my grandfather was like a big geek techie nerd guy no way. he bought a nintendo 64 and two games he bought mario 64 and ocarina of time and two of the best it, games too oh man yep. every summer i would just sit there I, I played that game multiple times and it's so funny i went back to his house this is what my gosh the game came out easily 20 years ago mm-hmm. now right mm-hmm. so uh, i went over to his house recently and i found the strategy guy like still by his nightstand like he had the strategy guide that you know it was it was awesome anyway so um so got into gaming through neighbor's playstation and you had the gamecube and you obviously got hooked on uh zelda mario party you said um so let's fast forward to now right mm-hmm. so now you're grown, you know, you're an adult, you love video games, you're, you're a fellow nerd like the rest of us. What made you decide to say, like, you know what, I'm going to start streaming. I'm going to get on the internet, I'm going to film myself playing games. What When was, like, even like the day, you're like, I'm gonna I'm, gonna, I'm just going to try this out. What made you decide to start doing that?
2: Uh, it actually wasn't really my idea at all. Mm. I wanted to keep pursuing music and music production. Uh, and I was, at the time, I was at um, the university, and when I was engaged to... We call him the mountain. that's his that's the his mountain. nickname. gotcha. Uh, when I was engaged to him, he forced me because he had never played a Zelda game in his life. and for some reason, I was like, this might be the deal breaker. if he does not play <laughs> Zelda, I'm not walking down deal. the aisle. So he was like, you know, I'll play Zelda if you play one of my favorite series, which is Bioshock. And uh, Good one. Good one. he sat down and he watched me play Bioshock. But I'd never really played a setup exactly like Bioshock in the sense where it's like you don't have to sit there for the dialogue if you don't want to. I think he was right. having me play Infinite, so you could just walk away. And he's like, "Well, well why are you walking away?" Like, and I'm just like, "I don't <laughs> care. I don't need this." And then I die to the the boss fight or whatever. And he's just like laughing the entire time. And he's like, "You should, you should think about streaming. You're freaking hilarious when you fail and just have to redo <laughs> the awesome. level." And what I'm like, a compliment. I was like, "Wow, no, I don't want to do this." And so um probably six to eight months passed again and he's like no you should you should try streaming and he's like but you have to learn it yourself i'm not going to do it for you i'm not going to teach you and i'm like well
0: had he been streaming before like he had
2: not he just he liked to watch streamers every now and then um and just like their personalities we'd watch he's a big youtube person so we could sit at dinner and just watch you know a youtube video or a lecture of some sort that's just how he is So eventually, I was like, okay. um, just looked at the bare necessities while I was at work, just kind of side-googling. Like, all right, I need a webcam, maybe like a light of some sort, a mic. uh, And and that pretty much like one day at work, I was just like, is this viable? Like, first off, can I hardwire it? Am I fast enough? And that was once I figured out I could do it, I was like, okay. So it was probably about, um, I want to say November of 2016.
0: Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So you've been at it for a little while now. You've been at it for a few years. It's been fun. Um, What was, so when you, when you, and when you started, what was something that was surprising to you? Like as you got into it and you started streaming, what made you fall in love with it to where, because a lot of people, they start streaming and they have like one, two people watch Mm -hmm. because of a hashtag they put or whatever. Mm -hmm. What was it that you loved so much that kept you going?
2: I think it was meeting other people in the community. They're like the hashtag that they, they, I don't know if people use it nowadays because people get offended about a lot of things. But it used to be like hashtag support small streamers. And people would click on that and they'd go to view each other. And then there are stream teams that you can join. So once you started meeting people and you got to know them and how they think and then you go to their stream. The streamers kind of form this whole like camaraderie and then the viewers kind of go in between so once you were actually able to see someone in your chat or in someone else's chat they'll be like hey how'd this thing go you know how's this thing in your life and you're like whoa we're humans we could talk about this kind of stuff and that to me was really really cool that people actually could talk and chat about things on a daily basis.
0: That's awesome.
3: Nice. That's really cool. That's one of those things that like you don't really see as much on YouTube anymore because it's mm-hmm. so big. It's cool right. to see right. that on another platform.
2: Mm-hmm. That's awesome.
0: Very cool. Now this is not part of the questions that I uh, prepped you for before we got here, but um, what throwing <laughs> throwing a throwing a, throwing a, a curveball at you? Um, w- uh, where did Miss Click come from?
2: So right before I started streaming, I was part of like a, a gamers gamers forum, geek clan type thing, right. and. Uh, I wanted a really long, ridiculous username for the forums. And it was just like a huge just pun for Zelda. And it was like four <laughs> characters too long. And I was like, well, it's all or nothing. So I need to freaking find something else besides just combining my first and last name like a chump. And uh, <laughs> Like a chump. Well, also for security reasons, you know, yeah, after a while too. <laughs> but no, we were playing and we were playing, and, and, uh, we were playing a, a MOBA. We were doing like almost competitively. And he was, one of my friends was always just like, ah, I made a misclick. I made a misclick. And we'd all laugh at him like, ah, he's a misclick. He's like, I'm a man. What are you talking about? And so then one day I copied after him and I was like, "Eh, I made a misclick. And they looked at me like, you could actually do that. You are a miss and you're a click. That's awesome. You misclicked. And so I just did the play on words with the extra S.
0: That is very neat. Did Mm -hmm. not know that. Um, so you talked a little bit about your setup earlier. You were talking about how you went and got a light and you got a you know camera and all kinds of mm-hmm. stuff like that. So describe your streaming setup n- when you first started mm-hmm. versus now. I mean, I'm <laughs> sure it's evolved in <laughs> the last two or three years. <laughs> yeah,
2: just a little bit. Just a
0: little bit. Just a little bit. So give us, give us, what what'd you start with and where are you now?
2: I was on a really... Basic. I usually suggest people, if they're wanting to do, besides just PlayStation or Xbox, get a, a, a PC of some sort and make sure that it runs pretty well. We built a really um, cheap PC setup with an old graphics card, you know, old GPU, stuff like that. And then I pretty much had a Logitech C920, which is more expensive then than it is now. It's just funny right. to think about how much it's dropped in price. We had a C920 webcam, and then I could... I could not find lighting that was not expensive so Mm -hmm. i had my desk that was just like a tiny little just rinky ding thing from walmart and uh i was in front of my window and i had you know we had just installed some nice horizontal faux wood blinds Mm -hmm. i found a really cheap like led desk lamp and i wove it through my blinds to have like you know like kind of like an overhead type Uh, light box and looking back it's so cringe it's so bad the room is bare you know it's just there's nothing there because we had just moved right um and it was pretty much just that just ordered a cheap gaming keyboard from the from amazon and and that was pretty much it
0: so what you're saying is it's not about what you have. It's just about getting started and, like, mm-hmm. just doing it, right? Yeah,
2: like, if you want a webcam, just get a light. Like, you don't want it to be, like, a pair of reflecting pupils on the screen. Like, that's creepy, <laughs> you know? Like Yes, that'd be creepy. <laughs> that'd be very creepy.
0: Um, so, now, so now that you've kind of evolved your stuff, like, you're like, what what's some of your pieces now that you love that you're like, oh, man, going back, like, I just, you know, I, I couldn't even imagine streaming now without this.
2: Um, So definitely upgrading my PC when we went full out, we did a budget and we communicated with the community. If we want to have more active, because I was originally a really active Overwatch streamer. Mm. That was my game that I fell in love with back in its heyday. But it's a very demanding game where frame rate is super important. Mm. You need to have hard wiring. And when we started to streaming for a while, we did to Twitch and YouTube. So that pulled more bandwidth, Mm -hmm. that pulled more power from my computer. So my rinky-dink computer wasn't going to do well. We ended up upgrading. We built a whole new PC, which the community actually pretty much donated everything to it. So we have this really powerful computer that I absolutely could not do anything with Mm -hmm. nowadays. And it's pretty to to make it all the better. Like, come on, RGB. Um, And then I would definitely say my multiple monitors. I mm-hmm. have three monitors right now, and nice. just with all the things you have to use when you're running your stream, you you need those multiple monitors.
0: So I'm assuming one stream is gameplay, mm-hmm. right? Correct. One mm-hmm. stream is going to be your chat, right? Mm-hmm. And your third screen to use that for to watch your own stream, like what what's your third screen for?
2: So if you're playing a game like for console, um, you have to switch. It's just like switching the input on your TV, right? You know when you when you go to switch over to play your game, you can't watch TV at the same time. Right, it's right. two different feeds. So usually the center one is usually always for the console. Right. when we're normally playing those left is going to be for your chat your chat box mm-hmm. um your feedback for your stream and your bitrate health and then the right hand side is going to be for all your other media so people send you donations but they have a link you, you need to watch or something you click on that you switch mm-hmm. your screen and it goes there
0: gotcha gotcha so gotcha it just very depends
2: cool. on how active your community is with that kind of stuff
0: nice very cool hmm uh speaking of your community um two questions real quick one more curveball to throw at you what what was your big break like right now so there are a lot of people who are streaming out there and they're Mm -hmm. like okay i've been doing this for like a year and i've only got like 50 people who still watch me Mm -hmm. like what was your big break that you're like oh man this was it like this exploded people started watching my stream like this this was what i did or what maybe happened through like random circumstances to Mm -hmm. to really break me into like the industry
2: Uh, I think it's happened in chapters. I think definitely the part that kind of made it all explode is when we were streaming um, towards the end of 2016. So I started in November around December, January. Uh, Nintendo launched, you know, Breath of the Wild wasn't out yet for their new Zelda. Mm -hmm. So when they launched a trailer for it, it was like January 17th or something, some random day like that. Someone's like, hey, there's a new trailer. You need to watch it. I was like, I'm playing Overwatch Competitive, I don't got time for this. I'll record my reaction and upload it later. And Zelda right. was huge to my sisters, right? They, mm-hmm. Even though they only watched it, it was still really big to them. And so they're like, you need to send us the video too, we want to see it. So I was like, I'll just put it on YouTube. I won't just you know, put it on Discord or whatever. And uh, I uploaded mm-hmm. my reaction and I knew enough to put a decent title and maybe some tags on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, put a different thumbnail. and. When I sent my sisters the link to go check out, you know, my reaction in my community, they're like, um, a couple thousand people have already watched wow. your video wow. and it's only been up for a couple minutes. Wow. And I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and I did not know that there was just like, just like people like to watch people experience games live. People right. love to watch others freak out to trailers, you know, right. like they're for the, you know, the new, uh, end game, you know, there were a lot of people going out watching, reaction videos to that because it's like oh my god like i'm crying and everything right so it was like a whole other just realm that i didn't i didn't know i had i think before then i had like 19 subscribers on on youtube wow you know and then just people saw it and then it drew them into twitch and then drew them to twitter and then to instagram so i think at that point it kind of realized like even if you aren't really doing anything with the channel i was glad i had my youtube channel just made just sitting there yeah um and then from there it was pretty much just like feeding to both channels at the same time so that's wow. definitely it's been really hectic to handle different channels at the same time but that was like the moment where it was like whoa there are totally like different types of medians that you can connect with and people are just waiting to find the next thing
1: right
3: so would you say that your audience on youtube is a different group than your audience obviously there's some crossover but mm-hmm. you know if you're saying from youtube then to twitch and back and forth would you say that those are different i guess audiences to reach
2: some people definitely like they prefer just to watch a video and and not worry about either missing something live or having to feel responsibility for responding to someone that's live some people just like to watch on youtube uh and you will see a lot of people they're often scared of live uh, platforms like twitch or mixer or whatever it is and it's just because it's still so new that youtube to them is like what they know right it's been here for how long at this right. point uh which right. isn't even that long in the big scheme of things but that's the that's the biggest thing so there is a little bit of a different realm um but they definitely it's just cool to see how people will slowly kind of start to creep over right you know they're like oh i finally decided to check out this twitch thing and now i found like so many other streamers thank you for finally guilting me into doing it
0: right So speaking of the community, what are some ways that your community or just the community in general Mm -hmm. um, has really surprised you? Because I know a lot of streamers, like you said, like you put out a goal to the community like, hey, I want to build a new computer. Mm -hmm. Here is my goal. And Mm -hmm. people, you know, a lot of people who don't watch streaming, who may listen to this podcast or Mm -hmm. whatever, um, they don't realize that, man, the community helps out in a ton of ways, whether it's like
2: giving you money or
0: Mm -hmm. sending you gifts or, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's one thing I was telling the guys earlier before we started the podcast, like going to PAX and just realizing the... Strength of the gaming community Mm -hmm. and everybody's like hey we're all kind of letting our freak flags fly and we all just support each other and whatever it is that you're doing so what are some ways that the community's kind of surprised you since you've been streaming
2: i think even when you mentioned the smallest thing like i i mentioned in passing one time wow my chair is really old my butt hurts (laughs) for my birthday (laughs) They pitched in, and they all got me a really nice gaming chair. Wow. And so then, they told my husband, he stole my keys, went to the post office. He had to pull this big, giant box. He hid it in the back of his Prius <laughs> for probably about a week. Wow. And then he just nonchalantly just pushes it upstairs into my room. He's like, did you order this? And I'm like, I wow. didn't. I did not. I, I swear <laughs> I did not order anything. I, 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 I promise you. And he's just like, yeah, Um, happy birthday. That's and awesome. I opened it we put it together and it was like wow. I just mentioned it in passing one time and they, they pay attention
0: tell me about the uh, I'm not going to quote it exactly right you had an Instagram post a while back some kind of Mario dance mix or something some oh kind, my yeah. god so you're holding this box and you're like <laughs> I never thought I'd see this again in my yeah. community answered so what what was that?
2: I was so uh, we were talking about. Someone asked about your your neighbors and what consoles they had. So my neighbor behind us, we played Street Fighter and, mm-hmm. and uh, Crash Bandicoot. My neighbor across the street had a sixty four, so we played Donkey Kong sixty four, oh, or yeah. uh, and that well Donkey Kong on the sixty four, and then um, he had All of Time. For that as well. But then I was saying then he got a GameCube as well. So we would like hack our Animal Crossing games, play the original Animal Crossings together. Nice, nice. Uh and then we would play ridiculous amounts, which I rented from Blockbuster was Super Smash Brothers Melee. Mm. Uh and we played that religiously, like my mom has pictures of just all of us at different houses, like just like seven, eight kids, you know, Ugh. guys just in one house Those playing were the days. it. Yeah. Those were the days. But that day stopped when he got Dance Dance Revolution Mario Mix. <laughs> and it With even that though it was, day stopped even though it was discontinued like just you know just that's the only dance dance revolution game for GameCube, gotcha. really ever uh and so i was telling them i was like it was so much fun like you super hard on Bowser's castle theme like you're just and everything and they're like dude we would love to see you get up off your lazy butt and do a dance game <laughs> and uh, i was like yeah so we were just like looking on ebay and people were like selling it for like ridiculous you know at this point it's an ancient game yeah in in comparison and then for a late christmas you know first stream in january someone's like oh hey did you get my package from the the p.o box i'm like is this from you it's freaking huge open it up and they got a copy with the dance pad and everything that's awesome and i was bugging out Bugging out. That's awesome. I
3: had no idea they existed. That's it is no idea. <laughs> was, you know, honestly, Mario
2: honestly, thing. it is it is amazing because the PlayStation version was great, but I mean, with Mario as a kid, yeah. come on.
3: One of those classic Mario crossovers, man. Yeah. Never right. knew it dancing, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. Tennis, <laughs> medicine. So the dance. next week, did you say, man? I really had a bunch of hundred dollar bills when I was a kid. And <laughs> I just really miss them.
0: <laughs> I would love if you guys could find these serial numbers right here. This is what I mean. Big su- I lost a big suitcase full of money when I was a kid. Um, so. Uh, you talked a lot about Nintendo. You're obviously a huge Nintendo <laughs> of fan. Of course. And then you had the honor, you put on your channel, you became a Nintendo ambassador. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of us, maybe some of us in this room, we don't even know what that means, right? Mm-hmm. So, But those who do, I mean, everybody's freaking out. Like, oh my gosh, it's such a great accomplishment. So tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about what it means to be a Nintendo ambassador and kind of that process and, sure. and what happened.
2: Uh, So there's definitely, uh, you're not, it's not a paid position, at least in Nintendo of America. A lot of people are like, oh, you're getting paid by Nintendo. I'm like, I wish, I wish (laughs) I'd be making a lot more, no, Uh, Nintendo of America is a little bit different uh, than Nintendo of Canada. Nintendo of Canada, it's an actual paid position where you go to an office and you go and do events. They have, you know, hosts that they do. Nintendo of America uh, here is a little bit different in the sense that they're sending you their products and you're doing a lot of, um, you know, hashtag sponsored posts right, uh right, you're right. doing videos for them and then when they have events that they need representation at or faces they send you the travel accommodations and stuff like oh, that nice. um i haven't been there long enough to where really any big events have happened e3 had already passed last year so right. um hopefully here in the future they're gonna they're gonna contact me for traveling and stuff but uh most of the people that i knew were nintendo ambassadors like they're just super awesome people and we're all tight you know nice. and it's 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 really cool
0: Nice, very cool. Um, so now we're going to get into some of, like, a little just about you, all right? And you can, okay. we can rapid-fire these off. We don't spend sure. a whole ton of time on them. But, like, what are some of your guilty pleasure games to play? Like, those games, everybody's like, oh, man, that game. To, to and you're like, no, I, I, I love this game. I'm playing
2: this game. Uh, it used to be League of Legends for a while. And then League it just got, it got so, like... MOBAs in general are salty. So I kind of moved over <laughs> from the individual realm and I play Blizzard's version uh which is uh, Heroes of the Storm. Okay. Cuz gotcha. I'm a huge Warcraft fan. Really? Yeah, Warcraft, Overwatch, StarCraft.
0: Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, speaking of
1: Overwatch, I'm mm-hmm. a huge Overwatch fan. Yes what does your overwatch mean
2: I don't know. i'm i a flex but okay. uh diva zarya zanyata were my favorite very uh, nice
1: very mm. nice I'm a, I'm a tank
0: healer so yes. I, I understand yes.
1: i never
3: play
0: healers man i just don't
1: matt I, just
3: plays on. whoever we need he just, to play it's, it's
0: really he's he the genji <laughs> isn't he he's a better is he the genji no tre- trevor trevor loves genji but he's like just because he looks cool though just because he looks <laughs> mata, cool. mata. just because he looks cool man i gotta be honest with you man and overwatch that that oh that Genji like Sentai skin like the
3: the Power Ranger uh, the one the Power Ranger skin mm-hmm. man I want it so
0: bad uh, <laughs> if, if, if I got that I would never play anybody <laughs> and we'd always uh, lose because always yeah. lose yeah. I am just terrible, terrible Genji. Genji everybody's just going awful.
2: Winston and Zarya you can't deflect anything yeah, yeah what I'm, I'm are you just doing? terrible
0: <laughs> I, listen I'm, I'm just a, am an old uh, road hog. yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> i just, just give snatch, us the orange will come yeah. on <laughs> snatch him and shoot him man that's that's, that's what it's all about oh, w- will is
1: very good uh 3v3 elimination <laughs> Ro- yeah. oh, he's he's our he's our go-to that's awesome. yeah you'd crush me all right uh
0: so okay so guilty pleasure game league of legends okay um uh on what platform you said you you've been on multiple platforms right mm-hmm. which one do you feel like you've had the most success on and why
2: uh passively youtube Twitch is very, you got to put a lot of, like, you have, it's definitely for that, um, it's more consistency than anything. You can suffer a little bit, you can suffer a little bit more with quality than consistency on Twitch and people will be there because you're you're there every day and they, they need someone to watch. So
0: I've heard people describe it, and maybe you can speak more to it. Like, yeah. so when you stream, it's almost like you have your own television show. Like, you have to say, "Hey, I'm here at 7 p.m. Eastern. I'm going to be on. Yeah. I'm going to do my thing." Do you stream every day at this point? I'm like, usually
2: Monday through Saturday. I wow. was wow. doing around four to nine, but it usually ended up being like four to midnight, just because we yeah, had yeah, so yeah. much wow. fun. And then right. you know the husband like went into playing games. So now I'm doing like one to nine. Well, that, and that's wow.
0: the and that's the thing because like you're. Think about it, you're playing anyway. You know what I'm saying, like exactly. If you're a gamer and you're spending time playing video games, at some point you're just like, well, oh, might as well show other people what I'm doing. I'm sitting <laughs> it's here. It's a huge night.
2: motto. If you're playing a game, you might as well just stream it. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm.
0: exactly. Um, okay, uh, what's played a bigger role, and I, I really want to hear this question because so many people when they go streaming, they got to know like, what's played a bigger role in your in building your community? Has it been the quality of your content or the consistency of just being there?
2: Um. Again, kind of going back a little bit to it is YouTube, if you have really bad editing and yep. you're watching a video, it's kind of like, this is this is miserable. This guy <laughs> is, has said um 17 times in the last 30 seconds, you know, so editing is, is really important when it comes to YouTube. Twitch, obviously, you're kind of on the spot, right? It's right. like you're doing radio or something in a way. Right. Obviously, not as much pressure because radio is freaking terrifying. But... <laughs> um, uh, no, I, th- I think definitely consistency is probably the best thing. Cause even if you are like the most awkward person ever, uh, but there are other awkward people out there who are going to like that. Mm, so there's right. someone for everyone. Uh, as long as you're that same awkward, quirky person every day, one to 4 PM or every Wednesday, Friday at one to 4 PM, right. people are going to be there cause they know that you'll be there.
0: Nice, nice, mm-hmm. nice, nice. Um, Okay, so you've obviously been a gamer for a long time. Mm -hmm. said you've been playing since you were a kid. Mm -hmm. How have you seen, and we've all seen it, but in your words, how have you seen the video game community really evolve as games have become more mainstream? I mean, now Mm -hmm. we live in a world where... I mean, superhero movies bring in some of the most money it's literally
2: every weekend. Uh, uh,
0: yeah, of of the year, and and you go back to when we all grew up as little nerdy kids, and people like, make
2: fun of you for wearing people like people make Batman fun of you for wearing a
0: Batman t shirt. Yep. Now I literally, there was a server in a restaurant we were in today. Yeah, he was a server at a Greek restaurant with a Batman tie and a Batman tie That's clip. Awesome. You know, and I'm just like, and, 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 because now nerd culture is pop culture. So in mm-hmm. what ways have you seen that really change the video game community?
2: It's changed a lot. Well, mainly because you'll see a lot of new faces, um, and a lot of times there'll be new faces that are learning. So uh, quite often you'll find a lot of people who are bigger in the community that have that literally just become famous off of their obli- obliviousness. And I'm not saying that as an insult. I'm just saying that um, it's so what was once you know kind of like a oh, nerd, you know, now it's like, hey, you know, right, yeah, and, yeah. And so people want to be part of that. And that's not a bad thing. I'm, I'm cool that it's embraced in a little bit. I think sometimes people can take it to the extreme. I think, though, what's really cool about it is that you have such diversity of content and theories and and fan made yeah. art and animation one of my favorite animators he actually he comes to my streams now i don't know if you know him his name's james far okay name dropping here sorry no, no, no name but, drop away uh if you have not he does really good crossovers of the super smash brothers realm mixed with star wars Nice. and it oh, is then yes that like awesome. it is literally like he'll do each video is an entire episode of one of the original like star wars films But it's all Mario, Zelda, Star Fox, Captain Falcon. Like, if you have not seen it, it's just, it's really funny. And you would not have necessarily been able to see that had YouTube not grown, had the community not accepted it.
0: People amaze me with what they can do. I'm going to just totally butcher their YouTube name, and I am (laughs) so sorry. There were some guys at PAX. They were called SMB. There's some YouTube channel that does, like, they take Mario 64 graphics, but they make short films But it's nothing you'd ever see in Mario 64. Like, they literally just take the assets from it and make these short films. Yeah. Blows my mind. I was was looking at their stuff because I was going to go to their panel, and I'm like, this is amazing how Mm -hmm. people can just... Like so, it's so cool to see people get really involved. I agree. Like and yeah. you just really start, start getting really creative with it. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. And, and and once again, you see that stuff getting tons of views and and whatnot like that on on YouTube and whatnot. I mean, let's talk about even PAX itself. How years ago they had PAX, they called it PAX or PAX Prime in Seattle, mm-hmm. and now it's grown to where it's in every corner. Different you got regions. South, yep. East,
3: you know. You well, get... and it was just the penny arcade guys wanted to put on an, an right, Xbox right. And right. It's like, right. The the idea that a web comic would be that popular that they could get away with yeah. you know yeah. all this huge stuff. It's it's, it's really cool. It's
0: yeah. huge. When you when you see things like the PlayStation Discord Mixer, when you see all mm-hmm. the, what started out as an indie thing and now that those guys jump on and you know, it, it's 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 been really cool. And now I didn't even know this, which by the way, you need to go to this. Do you know about PAX Unplugged? Do you know about oh, this? Oh yeah, man. Dude, it's all tabletop gaming. Yeah. I've not <laughs>
1: been personally, but
0: I'm yeah, a huge. I didn't even know it was guy. a thing. I was talking to the people at PAX, like, Oh yeah, we and then we got PAX unplugged and whatever. And I'm like What is that? (laughs) So cool, man. So cool. Anyway, that's a side note. Okay, so just a few more questions here, then we're going to dive into one of our topics that you actually posted a video on, so I'm excited to get to that in a second. (laughs) Um, So tell me, what uh, what are some streamers or gamers that really inspire you as you watch and you go, oh, man, like these people are really what I kind of strive to, to get to.
2: Uh, so I have two. One of them I would consider one of the, probably one of the biggest streamers on Twitch. And no, it's not who most people listening are thinking about. Okay, it's not Ninja, please. <laughs> I'm, it's not that I have anything against him. It's just not him. Right. Uh, no, the biggest streamer that I love, and he, I play the games that he plays, but... It is literally, he just plays this, and as Dr. Disrespect.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: And he, um, despite everything, he is a character every single day. You know, and as people who have done acting before, you right. know, like, when you step into that character, like, sometimes method acting is the form. He legitimately, like, if you have not seen him, he's wearing a black mullet wig. He's wearing sunglasses. He keeps his mustache the exact same. He's just the epitome of 80s. Yeah. That's awesome. And it awesome. is, he is, like, the... His ego is just like his 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 motto is violent speed and momentum. But he's just like, he's the kind of guy like he, he just will just drool water, you know, just downstream <laughs> with the 80s synth plane and people dig it. And stuff like that, he every so every couple of weeks he's changing his scenes, he's changing transitions. It's a different show every so often. So yeah. stuff like that, it's like keeping it fresh, keeping it exciting. Uh, that to me is a really big inspiration. It's awesome. gotta commitment. be hard when
3: you're doing it like. 50 hours a week stream to like yeah. keep and that up. And he has
2: a wife and kid at that too. Yeah. So his, like... his
1: commitment to that character is unreal. Yes. Yes
2: so, it, does, it is.
0: Does he stream kind of the same kind of game or do he like jump around?
2: Uh, like, he mainly focuses he mainly got really big around when PUBG came out gotcha. um, when the first surge came through he was one of the bigger streamers and in fact he like he when he came back from a hiatus, he like had broke the first Twitch record, and wow. then when Fortnite came out, obviously like the whole yeah, Fortnite yeah. thing happened. Yeah. But no, he's really big into like PUBG. He then he got into Fortnite, um, the the blackout with with right. uh, Call of Duty and stuff like that. Right. Uh, so he's mainly around like that very competitive. There's only one winner type thing. Right. So
0: man, I don't I don't claim to be very good at any game, but. Uh, <laughs> We God, know. God, I'm I'm just garbage at Fortnite. Like I'm just <laughs> I'm just straight trash. I, I played I,
1: twice. I died immediately both times, and I was like, "I I'm never will playing say this game." It's a lot
2: better with friends. I do not like oh, to yeah. play it by myself, but it's so funny when you build forts with your friends and oh, yeah. you're just screwing with the other person that's trying to kill you. Right. One person's cha- getting chased, the other one is just shooting him from behind.
0: When I see video like ninja videos, where they like see building these like sky high towers, bouncing all the way across the map, sniper shooting oh, somebody, turning He's in ridiculous. a circle, I'm like. Yeah. How, how I can't even, <laughs> I can't even kill somebody with a shotgun point blank when they're trying to pick up other items. Like I I, I can't even. I'm terrible. I'm just awful. Well,
2: the cool thing about uh, with Twitch too is my other streamer that I watch. He's not. He's. I mean, he's a gamer, but he is actually. He works with Disney, and he is a pianist. But he is like the best sight reader I have ever seen. Wow, he does piano. Wow. He does melodica while piano. He does looping tracks. Wow. Actually, he reminds me a lot of of your bro or whatever, yeah. and many reasons. Also mixed with a little bit of. Of uh, of JS, but he is honestly like. His creativity as well, like with the show. Like, someone donated a certain amount of money yesterday, and so he had formed this whole overlay of him with trombone and a choir and in costumes with uh, Be a Man from Mulan. Yeah, so that, he was singing with himself. He had someone awesome. coming in with bass, but he just had himself all over the screen popping in and out. Wow. And it was just like the best Mulan moment besides the movie. I was like, this is the best <laughs> cover. I don't even care. This we don't need a live YouTube. action remake. We yeah, got this. This yeah. is it.
0: All right, uh, a couple more little questions, and i know these two. If you got to think about it, it's totally fine. It's going to okay. be a little tough. Right? Okay. Okay. Favorite Nintendo game? Now you can, and, and you can't just say, like, hey, Zelda. I know you're a huge Zelda <laughs> fan, right? I know that. And of I'm, course. I'm almost certain it's going to be a Zelda game. Am I right on that?
2: <laughs> um, I mean, I can change my answer if you no, want. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, no <laughs>
0: I want it to be a. I I want it to be your actual thing. But I just want to, like, what Zelda game is it?
2: Uh, I get a lot of hate for this one. And Ocarina Time was my answer for a long time. Uh-huh. People were like, oh, it's Breath of the Wild then, right? And I'm like, no, actually, it's Skyward Sword. Really? Wow. Yep. Yep. I, uh, and I have not played
0: Skyward Sword. That's one of the only makes ones I have played. It makes sense.
2: <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's a very controversial game because it was part of the Wii era. So it is, I would yep. say it is the epitome of the best the Wii motion controls had. Gotcha. A lot of people had problems with it, but I mean, I... Personally, never did. You could ask my sisters; they're two witnesses. Just saying, <laughs> uh, but no, it was it was I a was really a fun pro. game. But it is it is legitimately one of the most like cinematic experiences a Zelda game has, and mm. it's filled with lore because it's considered a prequel to the entire rest of the mm. series. So there's all these little things in there where you know, going back and watching The Hobbit, you're like, oh, you yeah. know, kind of a prequel. Uh, it was like that.
0: Well, I'm saying I played Breath of the Wild, so I bought a Switch <clears throat> like a few months ago, Smart and man. I yeah, I started playing Breath of the Wild. Man, I got. Just engulfed in that game. Sidetracked
2: is real. Ooh,
0: love that game. Okay. Yeah. But I went back and read because I, I was like, okay, cool. I missed some stuff. Right. I played Ocarina of Time. I played Twilight Princess on the Wii. But I missed that whole... Oh,
2: see, you played on the Wii. Yeah. So Skyward Sword's not like Twilight Princess for the Wii at all. Gotcha. Just so you're saying. You don't shake the nunchuck to attack. Okay. Like, <laughs> okay. It actually, okay. it follows your hand. It's well, totally the different. The
0: thing was, is I got like... So I missed a, a period of Zelda games, right? And I was like... But mm-hmm. I always loved Zelda as a kid. like you know, Right. Like, okay, so I'm back to... Did you read the timeline? I, oh, my God. like Rest <laughs> in peace. Oh, my God. Wow. If you go ever try to go read the timeline of Zelda games... Just get ready for your mind to explode, and you're like, I don't even know. At this point, you're like, wait, so there's generations of people named Link and Zelda? I don't understand. What the- Most
2: people think it's the same Link and Zelda from many games, just like Mario mm-hmm. is the same Mario. But it's not. Zelda's completely different. I yeah. will say it is way less confusing since I've just gone to it is way less confusing than Kingdom Hearts. Well, here's the deal. I was literally just want, about to, you want to oh. die. You want to die mentally? <laughs> you just try to play Kingdom Hearts and make sense. I played
1: the first game and the second game. I'm waiting for the third game and I've missed eight games. You, you,
2: should, uh, you should at least just watch the rest. Okay. I tried. I,
1: tried. I looked just, up at yeah. things right like right half now, listen, an hour of everything. Monday
2: we're spending six hours to watch one of them. because
0: Cinemasker, James Rolfe, angry video game nerd. He put out yes. this video this past week on the timeline of Kingdom Hearts. Okay, I will have to check it out mind blown bro dude, okay there's like kingdom hearts 1.8 ext- like it, mm-hmm. it's 352 kinda, no i was gonna six. say you want to so you want
3: to you want to know what's up with kingdom hearts i watched this guy and i just looked it up it's the the channel's best guy ever on youtube okay and he does this kingdom hearts 101 lecture for him and like his friends are like kind of the <laughs> students wow. it's three hours long Jeez. dude I, it is hilarious <laughs> because it's like he he recognizes that they just are all over the place and it's so funny
2: it really is
0: So apparently there's a game out there called Kingdom Hearts 365 slash 2... It, it's like it's some. we just
2: l- watched it yesterday. It's
0: some long title that I'm like, oh, yep. my God. Yep. So it, it's, it's, it's it's really deep. OK, um, back to the questions. OK, so um, uh, best score in a video game because you're, you're a music nerd. You love music. <laughs> mm-hmm. So best score in any video game. It doesn't have to be a Nintendo game. OK, if it is.
2: I Well, Zelda to me is pretty much like it's not even just a score. Like I hear it in my head every day. So to yeah. me, that's just my life soundtrack. But if I, I, I will say my favorite score now is God of War.
0: Ooh, I've not played that on the PS4. The new one? The new one. So good. If, yes, everybody.
2: If you have not played it. Like, yeah. anybody listen, if you have not played the game. It is just... Study up on how Kratos was yeah. in the original games. Mm. You don't have to play them. Just read up on it. Listen I, up I, on it. And then play my this wife one. I to let me buy a PS4. You, <laughs> <Like> can,
0: <laughs> you
3: can borrow honestly, mine if you want to play it. Honestly, it is it is so I, I, good.
2: I'm that kind of person. Like, it is so good. I will literally lend you a whole console just so you can play <laughs> here's, that game here's everything like played. Spider-Man was like but right, God yeah. of War this like I'm telling you and even the people behind it like if you listen to them talk yeah and how they approach the whole game, uh, they are absolutely amazing. I will right.
1: say I have not played the new one yet, but I have watched a bunch of interviews with Corey the, is amazing. Yeah, with, with uh, yes uh, Corey uh, Corey Balrog. 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 It's not Balrog, um, but it's close. Bal- <laughs> Balrog. Um, but yes, and I also have listened to the soundtrack just because it's so good. I'm, it I'm is always amazing. looking Duh. up music Duh. like Duh. that. But then the brass comes
2: in. My yeah.
0: roommate. Oh. I had a roommate other than Baton Rouge, uh, Isaac. He played. He bought. He literally oh. bought a PlayStation for the the collector's edition with the God of War stuff on it mm-hmm. to play this game. Sat in his room, played it, beat it Did in you like hear him two at days. All? Oh, <laughs> to, played it beat it in two days, and then went back and hundred percented the game. Wow. in like a week. Like he was like, man, this is the best game I've ever played in my life. It, it, it was absolutely it's changed
2: the landscape. It's, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I crazy.
0: think
3: storytelling—that's the new standard. As I got to it. yeah. you gotta know, play Last
2: it. of Us is considered a really big cinematic yeah, feature. Right. Mm-hmm. This one, even in itself, like just the fact that. No, a lot of people don't notice this, but uh, he was talking about it on Twitter. But even just the cinematography—if you pay attention—they don't have cuts in yeah, the footage. Yeah, it just—it is just one thing. Of there's light, also yeah. no loading screens too. So even technologically, like what they do with uh, the game, it's so subconscious. But the storytelling in itself uh, is just so seamless. I can't. I can't wait for a sequel. I'm
1: really wait. sad. Trevor's not here to tell his his Blade Tower. Oh yeah, God his Blade story. Tower Uh-oh.
0: breaking his controller. It's PlayStation <laughs> two days. Okay, uh, honey, if you're listening to this, I bought a PlayStation on the way home from the podcast. I'm sorry. Um, okay, so I've got to, I got one more question for you before sure. we get into uh, our Metroid Prime discussion, which I'm excited about. You posted a video on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we get to that, um, if you could own every Nintendo IP out there, you mm-hmm. just had them all. Yeah. You were in charge of Nintendo, mm-hmm. all right? It's a dream. <laughs> Wouldn't it be, though? <laughs> uh, what What's one of the one changes you would make and why? Like, pick any game, any character, here's what I would do. What would you change?
2: I want to bring Star Fox back from the dead. Oh man, yes, <laughs> uh, yes. And it, it, we recently kind of had like a little little fan feeding, you know. Recently with Ubisoft, they did um, in in con- uh, conjunction, I guess, with Nintendo. They had okay.
0: A- Tell me about that because I yeah. saw okay. I got yeah, I saw your thing. You got the Starlink Joy Cons, mm-hmm. right? Which is very cool. They yeah. sent you that. But then, like, I went and looked up, like, what is Starlink? And I went and looked it up, and it said something like Star Fox. It was, like, some sort of thing. Like what, So, they came out on a connected? whole
2: bunch of different consoles, right? And it's a, new, it's a new IP from Ubisoft. Okay. But the Switch version, because Nintendo, uh, right. has a whole just side integrated with Star Fox. In nice. there, so you have like a mini Star Fox game wow. in on the side, but you can also oh. play throughout the main story. So God. it's cool, like you have Star Fox interacting with the cast from the original. Game so how many had.
0: Star Foxes have there been? There's been one of the Super Nintendo, and then one. They didn't did they did they did they release one on the Wii at any point in time or no
2: mm, no they had so I think you had right the original mm-hmm. you had you also had Adventures 64 okay. uh, you had Assault okay then you had Zero come out and that okay. was kind of like a. I want to say like a remake.
0: What console was Zero on? That was Wii U. Okay, gotcha.
2: And it was sort of like...
3: It's motion controlled, right?
2: Yeah, it d- but it was just like the story was just a reskin. There gotcha. was just like, you know, door barrel roll. Which is great, right? <laughs> it's great. It's not even bad. <laughs> door barrel roll. Exactly. But yeah. it, it, was, it was pretty much just like... Um, I think for me personally, my favorite with them, is just because I love a good story with them, was Star Fox Assault. Gotcha. Uh, which was back in 2005. I think so. We haven't really seen one since, like, 12, 13, I think it wow. was.
0: And it's so funny because he's such a – that's such a Nintendo IP that people are like – I mean, like, what a cool – it's such a cool idea for a game. You know, mm-hmm. like, flight simulator, space. Like, it's such a it's – it's so – I don't know. And then every Smash. Like, I mean, Star Fox
2: exactly. is one of, like, Sa- Well, same main... with Captain Falcon, too. People yeah. are like, when's the new F-Zero yeah. coming out? Right. You know? no.
3: there's, there's a lot of characters on Super Smash Brothers that I think – Super Smash Brothers is what's making their franchise seem more popular. Yeah, you look right. at Earthbound more relevant. with Ness and, and uh, fire Lucas. Can, and we just talk about fire how many
0: can we just talk about how many people dress up as Ness at every gaming convention you ever go? Earthbound. <laughs> um, I have game. one word yeah. for them,
2: and it is demon. <laughs> <laughs> like every, I was in
0: <laughs> everywhere you turn around, you're like, okay, dude, look, listen, let me just talk what, to you you for a What are you
2: gonna second. do? Like PK fire me? Like, I, uh,
0: yeah, I, I understand. <laughs> it, this was very low low maintenance here, <laughs> yeah. right? I get it. But there's like 50 Nesses here at this conference right now.
1: Yeah, I think that doesn't count as cosplay. There's like there's a minimum. My bar. sister's
2: boyfriend, when it's just like a realistic version of Mario, ran into a nest, and he's like, there's fighting in the hallway. <laughs> right. Like, just it's, redoing a match. Yeah, no.
0: It's great. All right, so let's talk about our topic for the day. We, listen, because we, cause we want you to come back and be on this podcast anytime hey man, you want to be. You, you're obviously very knowledgeable. Aww. You know what I'm saying? You, you have a great personality. So we're going to talk about something that you talked about uh, in one of your videos and it's that this week um, or was it this week or last week Nintendo came up?
2: Literally like two, three days ago, not two, even. Two three days ago mm-hmm. even. Okay.
0: So two, three days ago Nintendo comes out, they release a video. They say, Hey look, we understand that Metroid, you know, it's been it's been highly anticipated. Mm-hmm. You know, we know you guys are fierce fans of it. Metroid Prime, of course, is be the fourth one. Mm-hmm. And Nintendo comes out and not they don't say like, hey, it's delayed, right? They're not like hey it's it's gonna be delayed because every game gets delayed now, right? right? Hey, it's delayed for a week or two. Nah, they're like, we just started over, yep. right? We just Completely literally switch studios. Started over, all yep. right? Which they went with the studio Replay Studios, right? Is Retro that- okay. Retro Studios. Mm-hmm. Retro Studios. They went and they did the original Metroid Prime, correct? Mm-hmm. Because I have to admit, I'm gonna let you guys talk this topic out because oh, yeah. you've played Metroid Prime. Did you play Metroid Prime? Yes, was a long okay, time. Okay, cool. Never mm-hmm. played a Metroid Prime game. I'm sorry. It's gonna be fun because I'm, I'm believing
2: for that HD trilogy. I'm believing it's coming up on okay. Switch. So. Cool. I'll
0: I will definitely pick that up. So you guys talk about what does this mean? I think there's a couple things that come to my mind, and I'm really gonna let you guys talk it out, and I'll just say what I can because I didn't play Metroid Prime. But I feel like number one, uh, you know, kudos to them being mm-hmm. caring enough about the franchise like look we're just starting over. Right. Um, how many studios can do that? How many studios do you ever hear that are like hey guys we're just scrapping this whole thing we've been working on for the last They just don't do years. it at all and they just push it out and it's called Bethesda. Sorry. Sorry. My, that was good. I'm still salty. All right. So, <laughs> I understand. Um, so but yeah so so you guys talking about like, like what is what does this look like? What are you excited about? Mm-hmm. What do you think they're going to bring to it? What do you think maybe stopped the whole halt of the whole production? And, and you know, you, you guys talk Metroid Prime. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to sit back on this one. <laughs> well,
3: so I grew up playing Metroid Prime. I had a GameCube, and that, other than Super Smash Bros. Melee, that was the game that I played the most. I mean, yeah. I played the first one uh, 10 or 12 times through. I played the second one a lot less. Um, they're long games. They really are. And I didn't think the second one was quite as good. I don't know. It just didn't quite have the newness, I think, from the first one, but mm. um, it was really cool because it was them taking that franchise in a completely different direction, right. and when it was first announced, people didn't really like the idea, you know, mm-hmm. it was a first-person shooter, that's not what Metroid was, right. um, but it was such a good trilogy, and that was one of the franchises along with Zelda and, and Mario that really made me say, I love Nintendo games, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's probably my third favorite behind those two, so... You know, when I heard that the fourth one was coming out, I was just super excited. But, you know, with this announcement coming, you know, it's one of those things where it's not a good thing. I'm not happy that it's, you know, they're starting over, but right. it is really cool because, you know, they're
2: being exactly. transparent.
3: Exactly. You never, ever see that with video game companies. Never.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, I just want to know exactly because we don't know. There's only a rumor it was Bandai Namco who exactly got kicked like in the, wow. my video I was sitting there and I was like normally I'm able to kind of just keep talking get the flow going I'm just sitting there and I'm like I want to know who got kicked like yeah. that's a thing <laughs> like who was it and what what about it was so not up to their standards right because they were under heavy fire under you know just the federation you know the hunters and everything uh also other m is very controversial just in how they yeah. changed the gameplay style and brought an attitude to samus that perhaps a lot of people weren't thinking about Uh, So I feel like for them, they're definitely trying to make this prime, whatever their definition of perfect is. So I'm like, who failed? (laughs) Who did not meet that expectation? Well, I heard
3: rumors. Wasn't it being made with like
2: groups of people all over the world? That's a rumor. We don't exactly know that people were almost like pitching things Mm. and that there were different groups. Um, So I've also heard that, you know, uh, there was a demo that Retro made and it made Nintendo scrap it and go to retro. Wow. So that I don't know because we thought and this is again another no one's really knows what's going on is that when they first approached retro they were busy with another game which was rumored to be like a Star Fox Grand Prix type racing oh, game. Interesting. So, you know, it was like what exactly has been going on at the studio and why weren't they picked first? You know.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of the trilogy, I read this and I don't know if it's actually true, but I think Retro said they already have the trilogy like it's pretty much good to go. Like if they want they to release it, they have one that
2: it. came out for the Wii, Wii U, <laughs> right? Which exactly. I, I had because I had the motion control integrated, which was mm-hmm. actually a really cool integration because it it was just so streamlined. But like with an HD, yeah. um, for the for the Switch, it was pretty much like they just haven't.
3: Yeah. Well, I don't know if you remember the controls for Metroid Prime 1 and 2 on the GameCube, but that was before they had like a yeah. standard. It was a C-stick. Oh yeah. my gosh. But there was no second joystick to like aim. You had to use Ooh. one you of your. Stop. It was your left bumper, and you could you move had, with the other exactly. joystick. Exactly. It was uh, oh, a challenge. Yeah, that's now, now
2: with the motion control, I was like, I remember playing on my, my Wii, you would yeah. aim. You felt like your arm was her was her arm cannon, and then the nunchuck to keep walking, yeah. and then wow. to jump with the trigger. Yeah, so you it was feel like just, you're going back very, to Golden GoldenEye. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, around. the third one,
3: <laughs> that's how they made it, and then they re-released the first and second one for the with Wii. With the same thing. With that,
0: oh, okay, so. gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so, so for somebody to play it, Metroid Prime 1 was on what console? GameCube. GameCube. Same mm-hmm. with the second one. Same with the second one. Third one was Wii. Yes. Gotcha. And not Wii U, but Wii. Like, it's been that long.
2: It was like 2008 or something. Wow.
0: Man, that's the one thing about Nintendo, man. They love to they love those huge time gaps between like the time they released stuff. And they
2: they've always done that. You know, a lot of people I remember growing up, people used to always be like, Oh, you like Zelda, you should like Assassin's Creed. <laughs> no. You know, which back then it was a really cool series. You know, you get to like the first three and then, you know, four, it's done kind of just yeah. down a little bit. Because it just gets, <laughs> yeah. you know, to yearly and then before you know it, you right. have a game that comes out, it can't even run until a patch happens. Right. So it's yeah. like Nintendo And we were talking about this last night or what I was saying on one of my my videos talking with Metroid is that I grew up being used to waiting for Nintendo games. You know, and I was like, you play you knew that game like the back of your hand because you played it so much. Right. Uh, And that even though it takes a long time to come out, it has such a polish to it. And Blizzard was a lot of the same way, too. And recently, Blizzard's been changing a lot because of, of Activision's pressure, which I hope does not. But there are very few companies that like will make you wait right. for a good quality because yeah. they just want to get it out, you know? Yeah. Right. I think
3: well, that- and it, It's the benefit of having Nintendo, I mean, control those companies, right? Because right? yeah. you have all mm-hmm. this money from the 3DS and from some of their more popular franchises. They don't mm-hmm. feel like, okay, if we don't get this thing out in the next two months, we're going bankrupt. Whereas I think a lot of developers, I mean, they're on just very, very tight. Budgets right, like that. And they gotta put it out. I mean, you want to talk about another game that Nintendo took forever to make? It was Breath of the Wild. That was Correct. supposed to come out on the Wii yeah. U. It got I delayed remember. like a year and a half. Yeah, they just said, yeah. you know what? We're gonna push this to the Switch. Um, you know, and it came out amazingly.
0: And, and it's 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 masterful, man. Like that mm-hmm. like that game was one of those things. And, and and I don't know, like Mike had played it before, and he told me, and I finally got it. And and it took me a while to get into it because it's such a different Zelda game, right? You know, I didn't. There's re- a
2: jump button. That's wow. very right. different. I didn't enjoy my <laughs>
0: weapons getting destroyed every time. Right. Like, it was, right. until you find the ma- spoiler alert I mean everybody knows you find the Master Sword what? what Yeah. I don't know what version you're oh. like it. <laughs> shut up guys um, so but like until you until you get your weapons that stay um, you know I didn't like it at first but when I got into it man ah oh. Just, just so good. And and once again, going back to Nintendo's, like, their strength, right? I mean, like, mm-hmm. their strength is exactly what you're talking about, the weight and making sure that all their games are excellent before they come mm-hmm. out. Because to this day, even as an adult, and you played Zelda when you were a kid, when you play other games, you try to explain them, like, yeah, it's, it's like it's like zelda but with you know exactly you know, you know like, it's
2: a metroidvania type game right or where you're like yeah.
0: it's like witchers like okay it's like zelda but with like monsters and like a lot of crafting you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. so because you're always looking for that experience because that's what you love i mean like mm-hmm. what other platformer is there like mario you know and mm-hmm. you put out a mario game like i you know tell them mike they put out the mario uh super mario u deluxe that yep. name that's like as long as a it like, gets long
2: each time yep.
0: yeah long reach time and I, that game's six years old, but it's so much fun. Like, <laughs> I've, I've enjoyed playing it on the Switch, and, like, was it worth 60 bucks? But it was, but you know, but it was, but it's still, it's such a fun game, because mm-hmm. they, they, everything they do is just quality. Like, if Nintendo's like, hey, this is our game, you're like, okay, well, definitely Yoshi, I have no idea what this Yoshi's... Um, crafted World. Crafted World. No idea what it's about. All I know is Yoshi looks like an actual plush animal in that game, <laughs> and it looks real fun, and I'll buy it, you know? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think the community is so committed and just so willing to like just trust Nintendo. I think it gives them the luxury yeah. of being able to have that time and take as much time as they need right. to. Right. And you know, you see that I don't, you know, that that leads to the question is, you know, what is a publisher or developer owe to the fans as mm. you know as a matter of you know explanation right you know is it better that they just set you know ex- extend the timeline and just push it off or is it better that you know they, they come on they make it direct to camera hey this wasn't meeting our standards we didn't like it we're making a new one mm.
3: i think long-term success i mean if you're honest with your fans you can build that Camaraderie. I mean, you talk about another another developer is CD Projekt Red that did The Witcher and they're yeah. doing Cyberpunk. Correct. They, they take have a, their sweet time. Yeah, with and they have a lot of goodwill because they were very honest. Yeah. You know, they talked. They, they talk. disappeared I mean,
2: for a while. Right, exactly. CD. So,
3: and maybe they don't make as much money as Ubisoft is going to make when I mean, doing Assassin's Creed right. every year. But I think the long-term success is worth more, even right. if you can't see but it God, right away. They,
0: but then you see, I mean, God, you see Ubisoft like they tank on Syndicate when they put out Assassin's Creed Syndicate, yeah. and you're like. You know, because then, I mean, is is there more? I don't know. I mean, that that's, that that's a great question. I'm tripping over my words here. But just to say, like, I agree. I love it that they came out face-to-face. Like, hey, here's mm-hmm. what we're doing. Here's why we're doing it. You know, other than, because nobody's mad. Nobody's, I don't think there's. If you I was were,
2: actually really surprised at how there were so few people that were actually upset. Because yeah. when I first found out, I was like, oh, my God they're gonna get so upset and then when people are in my comments you know saying like i actually understand and you know yeah. even just seeing the video the thousands yeah. of uplikes to a couple hundred dislikes i was like right we have learned and i feel <laughs> I, I was telling the mountain this the other day uh is that if this had happened maybe a couple months ago i don't know if people would have been even as understanding like if the fallout 76 fiasco hadn't happened yeah. or the no man's sky stuff hadn't mm, happened ugh. I, that was obviously a lot longer ago, but if the Fallout 76 specifically hadn't happened, I feel like people wouldn't have seen how bad exactly they could get burned. Right, yeah. yeah absolutely. Gamers
3: are so used to just getting like smacked in the face by developers. They're like, right. oh, they're going to treat us like people? This is so refreshing. I literally <laughs> yeah. saw a
2: tweet from one of my favorite uh, creators. He's like the Philip DeFranco of video games, which is Yong Ye. And he was saying, Isn't it interesting how a developer treats its fans like humans and they treat them like humans in yeah. return? What a crazy concept. Right. And I was like, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, you've seen for so long. It's you know, it's it's come from developers just pushing out a game that's not done, mm-hmm. and then trying to patch it later, and everybody or microtransactions and DLC. Yeah, yeah and right. everybody freaks out about that. So yeah, I think we're we're going through a cycle where we're going to find that balance. Right. right.
0: I think it's awesome. Well, in our last uh, few minutes here, we got about four minutes. Uh, There's going to be a ton of people who are listening to this and sure. they want to get into what you do and they want to. So what what is some advice you would give somebody who wants to do what you do?
2: I would say the information is completely right. Uh, it's completely available at your fingertips. So always just Google a right. thought you have. Google a question is to just how do I start streaming? What do I need to start streaming? Usually the easiest setup is incredibly easy to achieve of what you need to begin with. I usually just tell people make sure you're hardwired, whether you're on PC or or console, and then you know get a good microphone. A decent microphone you don't want it's okay if you sound like you're on a phone call but <laughs> right after a while people aren't gonna really want to listen to right. someone on a phone call so I just tell people Google everything it's on YouTube it's it's gotten a lot easier even since I started they've literally optimized even just the streaming software and chatbots that you use it's incredibly easy especially if you know how to work technology
0: nice Well, tell everybody where they can find you. It's Mm -hmm. misclick on, I mean, tell them all, the Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, just give it all to them.
2: Yeah, sure. Uh, Well, I'm still fighting Twitch with my my actual username, but YouTube, you can find me at misclickgaming. My website is misclickgaming.com. That's got everything on there, um, which is, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, all that different kind of stuff. So I just usually say misclickgaming.com or misclickgaming on YouTube.
0: Sounds good. Definitely check out Miss Click Gaming. That is it for this edition of the Four Plot podcast. So honored to have Miss Click with us. Hopefully you'll come back and join us anytime you it's have free course. time. Please come back and join us. Mm-hmm. For Four Plot, I'm Will Jackson, Madison,
3: Mike Williams,
2: and Miss Click.
0: And you guys come hang out with us next time right here on the Four Plot podcast. Today's music is brought to you by VGR. You can find them on YouTube by going to youtube.com and searching VGR or video game remixes.